All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Eli James here. This is Voice of Christian Israel, and today's theme is going to be the transgender agenda by, of course, you-know-who, the Rothschilds and related entities, uh, the, the Global Economic International Jew Perversion Network, <laughs> and the crazy things that are happening to our people, especially our people, because it's... Although the Jews want to make money off of everybody, they want to especially make money off of us and harm us to the greatest extent possible. So welcome. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, David, uh, Jesus loves everybody. So do the Jews. They love us to death. The Jews love us to death. So I'm going to start with the story here. Uh, I put them both into the chat room. And uh, a young woman, well, she... Now, this is what needs to happen. Lawsuits. Lawsuits need to happen. And it needs to become viral. From the New York Post, June 25th. So it's all posted today. Woman pressured into breast removal at 13 under erroneous belief she was transgender, right? Oh, well, you listen to your doctors, right? You do what your doctors tell you to do. And the government tells the doctors what they should do to you. And uh, your parents aren't aren't hip enough to ask questions and wonder wh- whether your your doctors are doing the right thing. Well, the doctors wouldn't do anything wrong, would they? No, the Rockefellers wouldn't do anything wrong, would they? Would the Rothschilds do anything wrong? A California woman whose breasts were removed when she was 13 years old because she thought she was transgender is now suing the doctors and hospital that oversaw the procedure, claiming they were in it for the money. Oh, ah, she catches on. How old is she now? 18. So five years later. Five years later, she understands what's going on in the world of the medical mafia. Kayla Lovedahl now 18, says she was pushed to, quote, entertain the erroneous belief that she was transgender at age 11 after being exposed to online influencers, according to the lawsuit she filed in California State Court against Kaiser Foundation Hospitals and for doctors. Well, it stands to reason this would happen in California because it's probably been going on in California longer than any other state, either California or New York. So Illinois, even though we have a big, very liberal city like Chicago, Illinois is really tame in comparison. People don't get crazy with, with uh, what do you call it, uh, elective surgeries. But in this case, it's not an elective surgery because, you know, there's there's not all these studios hiring uh, women who need facelifts and men who, who need tummy tucks and <laughs> butt lifts and that sort of stuff. Not knowing what to do when their daughter claimed she was a boy. Her parents sought out help from medical professionals who quickly affirmed the girl's idea that she was transgender. She wasn't what she thought she was. By the age of 12, she was on hormone blockers and testosterone without a proper psychological evaluation. There is no proper psychological evaluation for changing your gender. It's ridiculous. Uh, Love doll claims in the legal filing. Yeah, they, they don't tell you what the consequences are. Lovedahl underwent a single 75-minute transition evaluation, she alleged. Evaluation, right? 
all of it. It's just like one of those abortion evaluations. Oh, you have to get an abortion. That's always to that. How else are we supposed to make money off, off you if you don't have an abortion? So here's a photograph of Kayla, 18, playing with her dog, whose breasts were removed when she was 13 years old because she thought she was transgender, and is now suing. Good for you. Sue the bastards. Sue them for everything they're worth. Bankrupt the hospital. Quote, it is better to have a live son than a dead daughter, the physicians allegedly told the family. Now, what what imminent threat of death was there present for her being a female? <laughs> is, is femaleness a deadly condition? The procedures were, quote, ideological and profit-driven medical abuse, unquote. Love doll now maintains. You got that right, woman. You got that, and you're still a woman. She detransitioned at eight. Oh, she already detransitioned at age 17, and now feels the doctors were negligent, calling her earlier belief that she was transgender mistaken. It's way way worse than that. It's uh, abominable. That's what it was. Kayla was not transgender and was not a person that any reasonable physician could ascertain would be per- would permanently maintain a transgender identity, Lovedahl claims, in the suit. And she looks just fine as a woman. Her mental health issues should have raised red flags for the doctors, Lovedahl said, pointing to medical studies that said showed young girls' mental health is not often improved by transitioning. We reported on that last night on uh, Restoration Hour that the vast majority of transgender people are very much depressed after they make the transition. But the the diagnosis that you are somehow unstable because you're a teenager and you're going through uh, menopause, sorry, going through uh, changes, your body's changes, yeah, you're going to get depressed, you're going to question your... Uh, you know, psychology, you're going to be shy, etc. That's going to happen. It happens to all kids at that age. That is not a medical condition. That is called normal, folks. That is called normal. Okay, so uh, people are saying they're not hearing. Okay. Uh, or is it just, uh, yeah, I think Sussex, man, you need to restart. I think everybody else is uh, is hearing. Everybody else is hearing it. Okay, so... Uh, just hit your refresh button, uh, Sussex man. All right, so getting back to this article here, uh, and uh, uh, this is the, the absolute craziness. Of course, this is the Rothschild agenda coming straight from the UN, you know, impinging on California and other countries as well. It's amazing that uh, there are so many medical. Pro- are they all Jews? Are all doctors and nurses Jews that this goes on constantly? Or every, is everybody, is the world totally sick? Is the world totally sick? It's becoming totally sick, folks. So, uh, woe to those who call evil good and good evil. That's where we're at, folks. The world is calling evil good and good evil. The vast majority of cross-gender identified children, if medically treated in early adolescence, risk regretting the decision after they're old enough to realize their losses, unquote. Lovedahl additionally accused the hospital and doctors of not providing her and her parents proper informed consent, 
which would have included in-depth therapy, something she said never happened. They never give you uh, informed consent, otherwise you might refuse. The procedures were an insane form of child abuse, lawyers for Love Doll, who also uses the pseudonym Layla Jane, said in a statement. Quote, we believe cases like this are the best way to stop them, especially in liberal states like California, where reckless ideologues are pushing this radical agenda, said attorney Charles Lim Andre. And there's a case I know of in Kentucky that I tried to intervene in before the actual surgery took place. But the parents are reluctant to challenge the medical establishment and the school system that's encouraging this, folks, because when you get two big entities like medical corporations and a, a corporate government involved in your personal life, you have to take a stand against them. You absolutely have to. Anyway, Love Doll, who is seeking unspecified damages, claims the procedures left her with deep physical and emotional wounds and severe regrets. Kaiser did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Yeah, sue their pants off. Bankrupt them. That's what needs to happen to all of these corp corporations. And unfortunately, that's what these hospitals are. They are soulless, emotionless businesses, corporations, primarily run by Jews and, li and like-minded individuals of other races. And a lot of Indians and a lot of... Uh, 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 blacks now becoming doctors and you know the corporations are still run by Jews but you have now a growing coalition of blacks, Jews uh, Indians and, and other non-white people running these outfits, running these terrible, terrible outfits okay, so next article and this was the main one that I picked out uh what you need to know about real agenda of transgender movement. And uh, unfortunately, I couldn't find one to highlight the Rothschilds and their, you know, their being behind all these things. And uh, many commenters, and unfortunately, alternative media is getting very, very close to naming the Rothschilds, to naming the Jew. But uh, they usually refer to entities like BlackRock and State Street and these investment companies who are actually nothing but fronts for the Rothschilds. It's just the way the Rothschilds get their investment bucks involved in our personal lives and just about everything we buy, sell, purchase, you name it. So this is from the Daily Signal. The true agenda of what has become known as the transgender movement is to abolish sex. According to author and self-declared feminist, Paradansky. Uh, I would, um, and I mentioned to Brother Ken here while I was researching for this, uh, the the guy, the director of the star and producer of the Star Wars movies, he, his very first effort as a professional director and producer did a movie called THX, I think it's 1113 or 113. Something like that. And the premise of the movie, it was a science fiction thriller set in the future where people aren't allowed to have natural sex anymore. The only, only way babies could be made is through test tubes. And of course, the, uh, 
the Illuminati who are in charge of things, they they prefer natural sex with real women as opposed to test tube babies. But the rest of our, our peons have to settle for test tube babies. And so toward the end of the movie, the, the man who was played by Duval, I forget Mr. Duval's first name, a really good actor. Mr. Duval played the uh, main character, and I forget who played the leading lady. So they wound off uh, escaping from the medical facility they were imprisoned in and run off in, in, into nature and become natural human beings. Sorry. Robert Duval is the name of the actor, and uh, uh, the name of the director escapes me. I should, I should be on the tip of my tongue. Uh, yeah, THX 1138. Thank you, David. THX 1138, and uh, that was a a really depressing movie about a really depressing subject about the current depressing reality we're living in, right? And so that was the first effort of the guy who did all the Star Wars movies. And I can't think of it. George Lucas, thank you, George Lucas. And uh, it was pretty amazing for us. I think he was still a college student when he put that together. But uh, it was predictive, predictive programming, right? Now we're living in a world where everything's so technologically oriented that uh, you can't even produce children naturally. You have to have some government or corporate bureaucrat intervene in your life to reproduce. Isn't that insanity? Total insanity. Let's go back to the article here. Thank you. All right. Let me start over here. The true agenda of what has become known as the transgender movement is to abolish sex, according to author and self-declared feminist Kara Dansky. And there was a movie made about that by George Lucas called THX 1138. Okay, I remember seeing that at the Biograph Theater in Chicago. Remember, that's where, that's where the, uh, the, uh, the, the the feds assassinated the the uh, the criminal the, in the 1930s, right during the Great Depression. A lot, a lot of people were shot dead by the FBI and, and police in Chicago. And the Biograph Theater was famous for that. The uh, the the bullet holes are still in the telephone pole where, where that assassination occurred, right? Those the 30s were good. They didn't bother with trials. They just assassinated anybody who they didn't like. All right. Okay. So let's get back to it. What you need to know. Dansky, author of the new book, quote, The Abolition of Sex, How the Transgender Agenda Harms Women and Girls. Yeah, they target women and girls primarily because girls, teenage girls are much more malleable than boys. Boys are uh, like a, a whirlwind. They're just a heap of trouble and very, very, very few people know how to control teenage boys. You know, they certainly don't uh, cater to the movies and movies telling them how to behave. No, our harm, our hormones take over a little earlier than girls' hormones do, right? And plus, it's a, it's a much more complicated situation with girls than with boys. So girls have a, a much more difficult time dealing with mass media and rejecting mass media. 
boys just don't care, right? The boys could care less what the news reports say. You know, that girl looks good to me. I want her. That's that's the basic of boys' position on that, right? With girls, it's way more complicated. They have to talk with their friends at school. Do you think he likes me? Should I go out with him? You know, boys don't go talk like that. They just do it, right? Uh, they just take a chance. But anyway, not only takes issue with the objective to destroy the concept of sex, but also with the use of the term transgender. The term transgender was invented. But the word has no coherent meaning whatsoever, Dansky says, adding that every single person on the face of the planet, all 8 billion of us, are either female or male, and that's it, period. Yes, that's a biological fact. Even going down to, let's say, well, certainly to insects and even plants, trees come in male and female. I don't think there's any animal or plant that has more than two genders, unless you're talking about asexual reproduction, which is at the very, very low, very beginning of the you know animal and plant spectrum, where there's asexual re- reproduction like paramecium and amoebas. They just divide in half, and you had one object, now you have two. But sexual reproduction occurs in insects, plants, and, of course, animals, and none of them ever had a decision as to whether to become male or female. That's decided by biology or by Yahweh, whichever comes first, okay? So, yeah, it's a meaningless word, as most of these modern words are. Okay. Dansky joins the Daily Signal podcast to discuss the history of the term transgender, and what she thinks the movement's ultimate objective might be. Uh, It's to create more adjectives. (laughs) We also cover these stories. Senator Joe Manchin, uh, let me uh, just scroll past that stuff. Don't need to know about that. Bunch of interviews you can uh, click on here. Virginia Allen, who apparently is the interviewer, We taught quite extensively on this podcast about the transgender issue because it's something that affects all Americans and it specifically is harming women and girls. Kara Dansky is the author of the new book, Abolition of Sex. Kara is also on the steering committee of the U.S. chapter of the Women's Human Rights Campaign and previously served on the board of the Women's Liberation Front from 2016 to 2020. Is this another good sign, folks, that former feminists... Former corporate feminists are turning against the system. Slowly but surely, the system is self-destructing. Kara, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, Naomi Watts, a very prominent feminist, has turned against the movement because of the insanity that's going on right now. So, as as I've been saying, it's not going to work. You're going to alienate so many of your former operatives that they're going to turn against the system. The devil eats his own. Hara, your book just came out in November, The Abolition of Sex. As you state right in the title, the transgender movement is working to abolish this idea of sex. Why are they doing this? Dansky. It's a good question. Well, we know. 
they want to abolish the white race. <laughs> so I want to just go back to how you introduce this topic by saying the transgender issue. I don't use that language, and that's why the word transgender is in quotes on the cover of my book. Alan, yeah, please explain that. Dansky, sure. I just think it's really important that people who are fighting for the rights, privacy, and safety of women and girls use accurate language. Well, that rules out feminists, that rules out liberals, that rules out socialists. Those people aren't going to be using accurate terminology. For example, I was having a conversation one time with a group of Republican women in a fairly major U.S. city. I don't want to say where it was, but they invited me to their meeting, knowing who I am. They knew that I am a radical feminist and a registered Democrat. And this was a group of Republican women, and they invited me, and I was very happy to accept their invitation. I wonder if the shoe were on the other foot, that radical leftists would invite a Republican or white nationalists to one of their meetings. I don't think so. And one of the women said to me, Kara, what are we going to do about the issue of having transgender athletes in women's sports? Ah, that's why they invited her to discuss that issue. And my response was a question, which is, okay, we can talk about that, but when you say transgender athletes, what do you mean? She kind of paused and she kind of struggled. And then she said, well, I thought we had to... To say that, I thought, I thought we had to say that. <laughs> and I asked her, okay, do you mean men and boys? And she said, yes. And I said, well, can you just say that? And she said, I didn't think we were allowed to say that. <laughs> oh, okay. That, that shows you where the average mentality of Republican women is at, right? Oh, we're not allowed to say women and girls and boys and men. We're not allowed to say that, are we? Can we say that? It's like saying nigger. Uh, are you allowed to say nigger or fag or Jew? Oh, somebody tells you you're not allowed to say that, so you don't. Is that how easy it is to manipulate white people, especially Republican women? I thought that was so interesting because I understand where she was coming from because we are all under a tremendous amount of social pressure, peer pressure, and political pressure to use language like that. But I think it's really important that we resist that pressure. Yeah, speak freely, white person. Speak freely, white woman. And if we mean men and boys, we can just say men and boys. It's okay to speak the truth. <laughs> In fact, it's important to speak the truth. So that's why when you say the transgender issue, I just have to take a little bit of exception to that. It's not a real issue. It's a manufactured issue, right? This is not the transgender issue. This is about women and girls having rights, privacy, and safety. And I'm going to hold to that steadfastly. No, steadfastly. A major typo here. <laughs> it says steadfastly. It should say steadfastly. I was on the Tucker Carlson show. Tucker Carlson tonight, the other night, and I made a plea specifically to conservatives to Republicans, because as much as I dislike it, I know that Republicans are the political party that is the only one that is holding firm to the material reality of biological sex. Now she forgot about Christian identity. Judeo-Christianity, no. Judeo-Christianity is just as bad as the Democratic Party. But Republicans lose that. 
it all goes out the window when you say things like the transgender issue or transgender athletes or transgender students, things like that. We just have to stop using the language. Alan, mm-hmm. Kara, that's such a powerful point. Don't speak double speak. Don't speak double speak. But there, it was a defector from the Soviet Union. Uh, Yevgenev, I think his name was, he said that the plan to take over America will only take two generations because that's the number of school children they have to, pardon the expression, impregnate with communist ideology. And once the, those two generations are taken care of, then they will own America. And that's exactly what happened, folks. There are men and there are women. There are boys and there are girls. And that's all the language that we need to describe the two sexes. I like the point uh, one guy said in an interview. Well, we didn't know. They didn't have a, a sonar scan of their, the pre-born child. So they just waited until the child was born. And then, then the man said, Oh, I knew it was a boy when the plumbing was on the outside. Dansky, can I interrupt? Alan, please do. There are two sexes. Alan, yes, not two genders. Okay. Gender, well, there's two sexes and there's two genders. That's all there is. Two sexes, two genders. Period. Alan, language is incredibly important. Thank you for pointing that out. Why has it become such a debate? Why do you think that so many people are fearful of drawing a line in the sand by saying, no, there are two sexes, male and female, he created them. Right? What don't you understand, Judeo-Christian? And how did this become so controversial that that is now somehow this really almost bold statement to make to say, no, there's only two sexes. There are only men and women. Well, because the Jews control the mass media, they control education, they control the advertising industry, they control Bud Light, <laughs> they control Target. And let's see, what other businesses are getting backlash? That's the good thing, the backlash against transgenderism. Ooh, in this case, well, since transgenderism is a movement, I'll use it as such, the backlash against gender-bending, reality-bending agenda is beginning to face a backlash finally. Okay. Anyway, Dansky says, it's a great question. And isn't it weird that it seems like a bold statement to make that there are only two sexes? Yes. So essentially what happened, and I lay this out in chapter five of the book, is that there's a movement and it has persuaded America and the rest of the world that this is a civil rights movement to protect a marginalized group of people. That is a lie. That group of people never existed. Because there never were any transgender people. The incidence of a person, a human, being born with both male and female genitalia is so rare. It's got to be one in a million, if not higher. And the incidence of such a person having viable male and female genitalia, like Baphomet, the god of transgenderism, it's even higher. 
for such a person to live and actually be able to reproduce either way. Usually, it's a very poorly malformed uh, genitalia for such a person. But it's so rare that in reality, it's one in a million or higher odds than that. Okay, let's consider. Let's continue. What is actually happening is that there is a massively well-funded industry that is pushing this agenda. And it manufactured the word transgender because in the 1960s and 70s, the post-modernist movement grew in academia, out of which launched so-called queer theory, which at its heart proclaimed that there is no such thing as biological sex. Yeah, how often have you heard there's no difference between male and female? That They actually have been teaching this in colleges for over 40 years now, that there's no difference between male and female. But it was very smart, and it knew that if it tried to persuade Americans that there's no such thing as biological sex, it would have failed colossally because that's ridiculous. So they did something that was very intelligent and ended up being very successful, which is that they invented the word transgender. Uh, maybe trans-Jewish? <laughs> the Jews are trying to make us trans-Jews. Are they not? There's a show for Brother Abair. <laughs> yes, David, they can keep their lady boy goat god. Amen. Yep, like in the days of Noah, it shall be as in the days of Noah. And Lily quotes Lucifer, uh, otherwise known as Baphomet. For thou, Lucifer, hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven, I will exalt th my throne above the stars of God. And the stars means angels of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. He doesn't dare to say, I will replace the Most High, although he would like to. He knows better than that. Lily says, transgenders think having both sexual parts makes them goddesses. Well, a goddess of what? <laughs> How about a priestess of a temple of prostitution? That's what you really become, a priestess of the temple of prostitution, paid for by the international bankers. Okay, that's why whoredom is so essential to international banking, it causes people to prostitute themselves in various ways, especially in promoting the biggest you know, national fad. That's what this is. It's a medical, biological fad, which every scientist knows is a lie. But yet, when a biological scientist gets up in front of a group of liberals who believe this nonsense, they get jeered and booed and uh, chased out of the auditorium. Right? So real science... It was never at the head of the so-called scientific agenda. Okay, it's all politics. Everything is politics. Judaism is politics 24-7. Yes, it was very smart. That's why they invented the word transgender. The word has no coherent meaning whatsoever. Most people use it, even though the people who use it have no idea what they mean when they say it. Well, I, I would say... A transgender is someone who was born one gender or sex and has or is deciding or has a sex change operation. That's that's what I would define it as, but it may be more fluid than that. Someone who's thinking about it, 
could be a transgender person, according to their... See, and if you're thinking about it, it means, oh, it means, it's like they used to say about gays, right? Everybody wants to be gay, but it's suppressed by the by the then Christian establishment, by Bible-believing Christians, right? So it was oppression. It was repression. Remember in the 50s and 60s? I'm sure you remember hearing that argument. It was invented out of whole cloth to sell an industry, and that's what we're seeing playing out now. That's for sure. It's playing out big time. Fortunately, however, professional sports people, baseball players and others, are rejecting the whole idea. Uh, they're re- rejecting the, the gay, LGBTQ, LMNOP, XYZ movement, and it's uh, 27 varieties of gender just being rejected by real people who are beginning to speak out against it. Bud Light sales have tanked, literally, because people see it as a fag. It's fag light, folks, not Bud Light. Just cross out the word Bud and write fag over it. Fag light. Somebody should make a t-shirt out of that. Most people use it, even though the people who use it have no idea what they mean when they say it was invented out of whole cloth. But it did very effectively by persuading Americans that there is some coherent category of people who are transgender. Well, if you've been, if you've had your breasts cut off and your, your uh, gonads ripped out of your body by some MD, usually a Jew, outside of that, I mean, that, then they really can't make you a viable person of the other sex, no matter how much operating they do on you. So that's the agenda. There is no such category of people. Every single person on the face of the planet, all 8 billion of us, are either male or female, and that's it. Alan, but Kara, I guess what I'm struggling with is, then what is the ultimate end goal? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we know. That is trying to be accomplished here. Why is there this push to do away with the concept of men and women with the concept of sex? Dansky. So there's a guy named Martin. Are you ready, folks? Rothblatt, or Rothblatt of English. Do you get, do you think he's a Jew? Martin Rothblatt, and he wrote a book. He identifies as a woman. He's a billionaire. He spent millions of dollars creating a robot replica of his wife. And he wrote a book literally calling Transgender to Transhuman. There you go. That's the real agenda, folks. Transhumanism. They want to turn us into robot. But really, the, the unstated objective is to exterminate the white race. We know that. We in identity know that. A lot of white nationalists know it. But very few other people know it. So this sounds a little bit conspiratorial, you think? Except that it's not. He's very open about this. His goal is to obliterate human beings and get us out of our bodies and into the cloud, (laughs) right? I wish I were kidding. I know it sounds crazy, but he's very explicit about this. And if your goal is to obliterate human bodies and get us... (laughs) THX 1138, folks? And if your goal is to obliterate human bodies and get us out of our bodies and into the cloud... A really good way, a very literally strategic way of doing that would be to sell America on the idea that sex is irrelevant, that biological sex is irrelevant. 
That was the plot of THX 1138, folks. Very perspicacious of George Lucas. My friend Jennifer Billick, B-I-L-E-K, talks about this at great length in her blog, the 11th Hour Blog. She talks about it in terms of the colonization of human bodies. And I think it's important that we start to think about that, and as crazy as it sounds, and I know that it does. Well, our bodies have been colonized by parasites for 6,000 years. Have we not? Alan, well, it does, but at the same time, it does sound crazy is what she means, but at the same time, I think 50 years ago, if you had told the average American citizen the debate about men and women and sexes is going to be a massive national debate and there will be lawsuits filed, most people would have laughed and said, quote, but there are only men and women, unquote. <laughs> and then in part, I feel like we have reached a stage in America where it's like one thing just constantly leads to another and very few things maybe are surprising. Well, isn't that what we were talking about this morning on the protocols? which state that we will come up with new and ghastly and ridiculous ideas, but we will convince the Goyim to get behind these ghastly and ridiculous ideas and become converts and promoters of these new and ghastly ideas. That's what it says in the protocols, folks. But Kara, if this, if there is this kind of staunch movement forward and there's this really targeted agenda to do away with sex, where are we in this process right now? You've told us some of the history and how this has come about and how this argument started. Where are we in this process? And how much further is this agenda trying to go? And how long do we have before we get there? We're just about there, folks. It's just another sign that we are in the end times and judgment is coming. Dansky, we are very far into it and we don't have much further to go. And this is why I think that there has to be nonpartisan or cross-partisan, if you like, opposition to it. Male and female is what that's what she means by partisan, cross-partisan. They're working up, a, uh, inventing a new word, cross-partisan. We have to understand that my priority as a feminist is fighting for the rights, privacy, and safety of women and girls. And by that, I mean all women and girls. I don't care about political parties. I am interested in fighting for the rights, privacy, and safety of women and girls. Very good. But uh, the problem is not men. The problem is Jews, Kara. I remain a registered Democrat. Well, you shouldn't because the Democrats are your main opposition. And I've made common cause with a lot of Republican women. And I am very happy to work across the aisle with women who are fighting for the rights, privacy, and safety of women and girls. And also, men have to understand that this impacts them too. Oh, be sure, we know that this impacts us as well. Because we're trying to find real women <laughs> to mate with, and they're few and far between. It mostly harms women and girls, but impacts men as well. And so one of the things in my book that I lay out, uh, in con one consequence... I lay out this hypothetical. Well, as I was trying to say earlier, girls are much more impressionable. They're much more social than boys. Even into their old age, women are more social than men and boys. Men, men and boys only get together for sports, <laughs> right? Or, or gay bashing. But even that was very rare. Uh, a homosexual man 
is a hundred times more likely to be attacked by another homosexual man than by a straight man. They kill each other routinely. They punish each other routinely. That's, that's called the gay lifestyle. So the hypothetical scenario, if our society and government completely obliterate the material reality of biological sex, here's a hypothetical. There is a drug company that is testing a drug to cure prostate cancer, and it invites men to sign up to test the drug. I sign up and I say that I'm a man because I identify as a man. They don't question it because they're not allowed to because the government has said gender identity is supreme and sex doesn't matter. Anyone who identifies as a man is a man. So I sign up for this trial to test a drug cure for prostate cancer. It doesn't matter that I don't have a prostate because I don't have a male body. I sign up for the test. They test the drug on me and they include the results of the test in their trials. They report it to the FDA. And when they report it to the FDA, they say that these are the results for all the men that we tested this drug on. They don't bother to note that one of their test participants was a female and the FDA approves the drug. Do the men who then take the drug to cure prostate cancer have a right to know that one of the test participants, at least one of the test participants, was not actually a male and does not have a prostate? I don't know the answer to that. Well, there goes the science, folks. Trust the science. It's a somewhat bizarre hypothetical, except that we are living in it now. We are living now in a state where the Biden administration has literally told every federal agency that sex doesn't matter. Oh, but lady, Biden is a Democrat. That all that matters is gender identity. That includes the National Institutes of Health, Fauci, another Jew. That includes the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, more Jews. We could talk about the FBI and the recording of crime statistics, but we need to understand that abolishing sex and enshrining gender identity is going to have massive implications for everyone, especially women and girls, but for everyone. Now, of course, I remember in the early days of this debate, when insurance companies would charge higher rates for boys, for teenage boys as drivers, than for teenage girls as drivers, okay? And the logic behind that was impeccable. Namely, boys get into much more frequent traffic accidents than girls. Girls are much careful drivers than boys. Any, does anybody wish to challenge? No, nobody challenged that. That's the fact. The insurance companies know that. However, because of the gay agenda and the transgender agenda, they now women have to pay more, <laughs> see, negatively impacting women and girls, because now they have to pay more because, well, there's no difference between boys and girls, right? We know from studies that have been conducted that COVID has affected men and women differently. But the only reason we know that is because we acknowledge biological sex. If that ends, we lose our ability to know those kinds of things. And those kinds of things are important to know. Now, I wonder where Carl would stand on the issue of race, because I remember very well the uh, D.C. assassin who would go around shooting people with a rifle. Turned out it was a black man. But because of the race agenda, or the anti-race agenda, the D.C. commander-in-chief of the police force refused to acknowledge the fact that the shooter was black. 
And so he got the entire police forces of America looking for somebody, white or black, because he didn't want to admit that the shooter was black. So you have police going on a wild goose chase looking for a person of any race where all he had to say, well, I know that the shooter is black, so just look for a black person. How much in terms of manpower, money, resources, dead leads, etc., etc., was caused by this black commander-in-chief of the D.C. Police Department to not provide you know, detailed information. That's police work is based upon detailed information, and I guarantee you that all police forces still identify people as male and female, black or white or whatever race you are, okay? Because they need to have those identifying marks to avoid confusion and avoid a lot of wasted time and effort, okay? But, of course, liberals and Jews don't think that way. If you uh, listen to our shows on the protocols, you will find we do this deliberately to mess you people up, to mess up white people, to mess up the goyim. And we're just having fun with you people. And here, this feminist, who probably doesn't realize that feminism was created by Jews. Feminism was created by Jews, and they're just toying with her. She's just figuring out one aspect of what's going on. Just one small aspect of what's going on. It is a Jewish agenda, folks. The Luciferian agenda. We could talk about the FBI and the recording of crime statistics, but we need to understand that abolishing sex and enshrining gender identity is going to be, have massive implications for everyone, especially women and girls, but for everyone. We know from studies that have been conducted that COVID has affected men and women differently, but the only reason we know that is because we acknowledge biological sex. If that ends, we lose, you know, again, tear out the... Uh, the women's aisle at the drugstore. You know, feminine hygiene. Tear out the feminine hygiene. That's sexist. Those aisles are sexist. They have to get rid of those. They acknowledge biological sex. If that ends, if we fail to acknowledge biological sex, we lose our ability to know those kinds of things. And those kinds of things are important to know. Yeah, they're relevant to your health, right? You treat a woman with testosterone? Oh, only if it's part of the transgender uh, agenda. We can have political debates or social debates about what, to what extent that matters or what are the solutions we should prescribe for it. But just the basic level of knowing how diseases affect men and women differently because we've had different bodies is important. And we're losing that. We're losing way more than that. Of course, her, her, focus is just on the biological sex issue. Well, you know, where were these feminists 20, 30 years ago when the insistence came up that there is no difference between men and women? This was being taught in colleges. This has been taught in colleges 30, 40 years now. Where were the feminists then? So it's okay. We're winning, we're winning the fight against uh, the heterosexual male. Or so they thought. So they went along with the agenda. Now they realize the agenda is affecting girls and women negatively. They say, oh, wait a minute. Oh, we're on the wrong side of this issue. We better get it right. 
Okay, so Kara is one of those who at least has awakened to the fact that it's negatively impacting women and girls. Alan, next question. Kara, you've been laying out all of these issues. What is the roadmap out? What do political leaders need to be doing right now legally? What laws need to be changed in order to be protecting women and girls? And then what do we do as private citizens need to be doing to push back and again confirm the truth that there are two sexes, men and women? Dansky, one thing is that the Senate needs to scrap the so-called Equality Act. It's been pending before the Senate for a long time now, and it probably won't pass, and that's a good thing, right? Yeah, I don't think they want to be voted out. If the Equality Act were passed, you know, this is the Equal Rights Amendment all over again, folks. The Equal Rights Amendment all over again. If the Equality Act were passed to protect sexual orientation and all of the men who want to look at women pulling their pants down will go into the ladies' room instead of the men's room, I would be in favor of it. But the Equality Act, as currently written, replaces sex with gender identity. And that needs to go. Oh, man. So a feminist actually is starting to use logic. The Biden administration needs to be told in no uncertain terms that it needs to retract every single order that it issued in the first half of 2021 to replace the word sex to mean gender identity. Now, there's a lawsuit to make that happen. It's currently pending in the Eastern District of Tennessee, and that's a good thing. Oh, it's one of those Republican states. In my organization, the Women's Human Rights Campaign, the U.S. chapter filed a brief in that case, and I'm very glad that we did that. So the feminists now are, are cooperating with Republicans. So we'll see how that litigation pans out. Now we need to have a straight talk about feminism per se and how it has horribly affected women across the board and how the radical abortion industry, which is also run by Jews, has negatively affected women and girls. Okay, we know that, but feminists will, will be have been denying that for decades. Next up, Kara is abortion. She probably won't want to go there. But be very mindful of what's going on at your local government level and at your state government level of how the governments are redefining sex to include gender identity. Don't hesitate to reach out to your elected officials at the local level and at the state level. Again, it doesn't matter about political party. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. I don't care if your elected official is a Democrat or a Republican. Your elected officials represent you. They are required to listen, and their job is to listen to your concerns. Please do not hesitate to reach out. Well, if, you're, if your representative is a Democrat, you're probably wasting your time. And the other thing that people can do is a lot of us are noticing that employers are starting to do things like requiring us to put so-called preferred pronouns in our email signatures. Resist, resist, newt. If you prefer to be neither male nor female, you are a newt, as in neutered. I don't want anyone to lose their livelihood. I don't want anyone to lose their employment. But we can resist. We can all resist this by saying, you know what? I don't want to put my so-called preferred pronouns in my email signature because I think that's ridiculous. You can just say that. Fire me. <laughs> right? I really want Americans across the political aisle of every religion. Really? Religion? Now she's appealing to Christians? Every race and ethnicity to just say no. Oh, Nancy, I hear 
shades of Nancy Reagan, and to stop capitulating to what is an authoritarian onslaught. Oh, you realize that the feminist agenda is authoritarian? You finally realize that? On our ability to know that we are all female and male? Now, try getting this across to your college professor, Kara, the one who brainwashed you to begin with. Alan. Excellent, Kara. Thank you. Kara Dansky is the author of the book, The Abolition of Sex. And for anyone that wants to order the book, you can get it on Amazon, Barnes Noble, where it, okay. So, feminist literature or books by feminists are still available, but books by white separatists are banned. Okay. That's the reality, folks. Okay, Kara, we hope to have you back on again soon. This is such a critical issue, and unfortunately, I don't think it's going away anytime soon. So thank you for the work that you're doing on this. Dansky, I agree, and thank you so much for having me. Okay, so you can write to letters at Daily Signal. Okay, so, uh, dear reader, I'm just going to read from the blurb here from Daily Signal. A digital-first multimedia news platform created by the Heritage Foundation, which is one of those, I think, phony conservative think tanks brings you accurate, fair, and trustworthy coverage of the most important political news and conservative commentary. It's just like the John Birch Society was created to present the conservative point of view, but never to address the Jewish question. Heritage Foundation is very like much like that. We go beyond traditional media headlines, focusing on delivering underreported news and formats that respect your time and intelligence. Yeah, exactly like the John Birch Society. But we can't continue this critical work alone. As a reader-supported platform, we rely on your generosity. So there is life in the conservative movement. There is life in the conservative movement. So, folks, things are getting testy. Very, very testy. And that's just another sign that we're in the end of days. So there's a photo here of Virginia Allen, who looks very much like a female. <laughs> Virginia Allen is a senior news producer and podcast host for The Daily Signal. She's a co-host of The Daily Signal podcast and Problematic Women. Yeah, there's way too many problematic women. They're called feminists. And the fact that some feminists are turning against the agenda does, does not much make much of a difference in the agenda. The Rothschilds are still laughing all the way to the bank. The medical corporations are still laughing all the way to the bank. So it's a matter of your rights and your freedom, folks, who you are and what God or Yahweh made you. There is not a creature in the universe that had a say as to what gender it came out. Nobody has such power. But remember, what, what did uh, Lucifer say? I will be like the Most High. And, and as somebody else in the chat room pointed out, that Satan was asked by Abby, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm, I'm going to and fro in the earth. Yeah, I'm making trouble. I'm looking to make trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And David Lee says, let them have gay marriage and they come for the children. <laughs> the evil Jew robot, the demon in the machine. That's the demon in the machine. 
And he says, my dad worked with eight women in the health service, all lesbians. Same is true in the prison system these days. All the women going into the prison system are lesbians. They are taking over the prison system, and they hate white males, I guarantee you. Okay, yes, that was the D.C. sniper, but what we have here is the D.C. snipper, right? All you need to do is snip the uh, the tubes of males and females, i.e. castrating them, and you do away, do away with people. <laughs> that was a song by uh, one rock band in the 1960s, Jefferson Airplane. Do away with people. If you do away with people, you have no problems. But then the Jews don't have anybody to manipulate and parasitize off of. So the Jews don't want to manipulate, eliminate us entirely. They want to keep enough of us around so they can toy with us, you know, like Dr. Moreau and all those. Oh, you know what? The Nazis have nothing on these transgender Jewish surgeons today. Did the Nazis try to transgender people? That's something you cannot accuse the Nazis of, folks. Yes, and Lily says they may be trans Gs and not lesbians. Yeah, well, they could be that too. Right? That's what's going on, folks. All right. We've come to the end of the hour. The craziness in the world as being exposed here by Eurofolk Radio continues unabated to... But people are beginning to push back. That's the good news we have. Uh, don't buy fag lights. Don't buy any. The, the corporation that owns fag light owns nearly a hundred other beer companies and alcohol companies. So you may have to go online and check what does the Anheuser-Busch Corporation own. So you can switch to Miller, Miller, which uh, they own the... Uh, Milwaukee Brewers, Fag Light owns the St. Louis Cardinals, and so, you know, support re the real world, support real people, males and females, and stop buying into the globalist agenda, that's all I can say, stop buying into it, and become Jew savvy, the quicker the better. Thank you all for listening, praise Yahweh, pass the ammunition. Next week I'll be settled in my new home in Arkansas. And should not have, uh, although we were doing well in getting these shows under our belts. But uh, I won't have to worry about power, whether my outlets work. <laughs> I should have all that. I do Pabst. Oh, I remember Pabst. Pabst was a really popular brand of beer in the day when I was growing up. Pabst and, oh, let's see if I can c uh, come up with a couple others. Falstaff. Do you remember Falstaff? There was a huge... Falstaff Brewing Company just across the border from Chicago in Indiana. That place is falling apart now. A huge Falstaff Brewing Company. And then uh, was Hams. Schmitz. I don't know. I don't recall Schmitz. But Hams was a big brand. It used to do Cubs commercials. Anyway, thanks for listening. Praise the hour. Pass the ammunition. Stay tuned for Brother Hebert. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.